Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Pray that word that you will teach us your word today. Make us to be the hearers, the doer of your word, and the agent to spread the word of holiness and righteousness in time. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. For those joining this podcast for the first time, I want to accept Jesus Christ into my life. Or you basically there, you want to return back to God. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I thank you for my life. I come to you the way I am. Daddy, have mercy on my soul. Forgive me. I repent of all my sins. Forgive me all my sins in the name of our Lord Jesus. I believe you died for my sin and you live for my justification. Please, Daddy, come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my God, and be my Savior from this day forward and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus, you are welcome. Please join the Bible-believing church around you where they will teach you the truth and the word of holiness and righteousness. Please study the Bible for your own good. Start from the book of Matthew. Know the truth for your own good. This is end time. You will not be deceived and you will not end up in hell. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Today we are looking at another Bible study called the topic called the rich and the super rich. The rich and the super rich. We are going to look at what God has called us to use His word, His resources in our hand to do as children of God. Because many of us, we have money. We just believe that, ah, that money is my own. Let me tell you that we don't own anything. We are all caretakers. We don't own anything. It doesn't matter the amount of mansion, billions, euro, pounds we have in your bank account. Once you die, that is the end. You are going to live empty. We come to this world empty-handed, we are living empty-handed, whether you like it or not. So this message is for the wise. It is for the wise, the rich and the super rich. We are taking our memory verse straight away from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 18. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. That is an emphasis that we must remember God, who has given us the power to get wealth. So the wealth we, we have received, that we got, is not by our own power, it's not by our own might. It's the Almighty God that gives us those wealth. And of course, we must know the reason why he gave us this wealth. It's not just for us to squander everything on ourselves. Yes, you must use your money to take care of yourself, your family, and more importantly, the household of faith. The household of faith. You must know these three major reasons why God has given you money to take care of yourself and your family. And of course, the work of God is very, very vital. The household of faith. You must use the money to take care of the less privileged, the orphan. And the poor among us know that we become Lord over them because God has given us money. You must know that we are a channel through which God wants to give us his resources to other people. And that is why he declared to our great grandfather Abraham in Genesis chapter 2, he makes it clear to him in verse 3. He said, And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in this shall all families of the earth 
be blessed. Let me just start from verse 2. From, okay, from verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. That is it. God says he's going to bless us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Because he has placed us in a privileged position where the money will be coming. And since the money is coming, we should do what? We should be a blessing. To be a blessing means that you are a channel to which God wants to reach other people. And like I keep on telling believers, if you have any resources in your care and God asks you to give it out and you refuse, you are already a thief. Because the moment God asks you to release something out and you sit on that thing, you refuse to give it out, you are already a thief. A thief is not just people that are not paying their tithe alone or people that carry gun, go to people home or Amphora that stand at row or hire killer assassin. There are thieves in the household of faith. You must know that you are a thief as a child of God, as a minister of the gospel, when you refuse to release what God asks you to. Because the moment God says, give it out, in the sight of heaven, it's no longer your own. You must carry revelation for your own good. It's no longer your own. That property belongs to the person God asks you to give it to. So if you refuse to obey the voice of God by yielding to his word and give it to the one God has sent you to, you are already a thief. And you know that no thief will enter the kingdom of heaven. Our purpose in all our podcasts, YouTube channel, is to gather soul for heaven. So our message will keep on pointing you to heaven. That's all the truth. So if you are in this world, you are not preparing to go to heaven, I wonder where you are preparing to go. I wonder. Now, let's take our text from the book of Luke. We have two, two tests we are going to be reading. Luke 18, 18 to 25. Luke 18, 18 to 25. We are going to be looking at the story of the rich young ruler. Here. With his resources. Luke 18, I'm starting from verse 18 to 25. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Take note of that. It's a good question. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? So we are dealing with one of the things we must do for us as children of God to inherit what? Eternal life. <laughs> what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, What callest thou me good? Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandment. Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not see. That's what I just said now. A lot of people, they still, they don't know they are stealing. <laughs> do not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, all this have I kept from my youth up. Now, when Jesus heard this thing, he said unto him, Ye lackest thou one thing, Sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. Take note of that. When he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of of God. Verse 25, for it is easier for a camel to go through the needle eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Now, what God is saying here, God is not saying it is wrong to be rich. No. God has called all of us 
to be simply rich as children of God. God has called us to be simply rich. We have our fathers in faith who are very, very rich in their day. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Solomon, Job, King David. These are simply rich people. They were all multi-millionaires, even billionaires in their day. But they used their money to serve the Almighty God. They used their money to do what? To serve the Almighty God. Take note of that word. And that's what God has called us to do this end time. All of us that God has put resources in his hand. God has not called us to use our resources to oppress the poor or to promote wickedness in the body of Christ. No. It's to take care of ourselves, take care of our family, take care of the household of faith, and to take care of the poor, the less privileged among us, not to oppress people. So if we are rich and you don't have target for God, the amount of money you spend for God, for men of God, for children of God, the less privileged, then you have already gotten it wrong. If all you have is yourself, how to multiply your estate, how to multiply your banks, how to multiply your industry, you know, all these things are good. But as you are doing it, God must be your number one priority. Because he said, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God who gave the world power to get wealth. Power to get away. And, just, and that is also confirmed in John chapter 3, verse 27. He said, a man received nothing except it is given from above. So all you have is from above. God gave it to you. And you must know the purpose for which God has empowered you to be rich. is to empower the less privileged. is to empower the church. is to empower the work of God. is to empower ministers of the gospel. Pastor Aran Shola, many of us, we know him. You know, I was privileged to attend one of his... Um, Prayer school. He shared a powerful testimony of one of his friends when he was sitting in the university. How God revealed to the friend that God is, 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 is a red law that God said is going to make to be very, very rich for the purpose of assisting Pastor Aranshola in his prayer ministry. This guy even shared this with Pastor Aranshola and he prayed with him. The moment of them, they left university, God told Aranshola, faith the ministry that worked squarely. God collected the certificate and he obeyed. The friend that God said that is going to be empowered him, God gave him so much business breakthrough. The money was coming. He was making money in millions. And he refused to respond to the purpose where God had blessed him. Even when Pastor Aranshola called him, my brother, this is what you told us to say. He said, yes, it's true, but I, I mean, let, I, I, God will provide for his work. God will provide for his work. It's people God will use. And it's you God will use. It's you and I. We are the member of the household of faith. God cannot bless you and ask God to go outside to go and meet the hidden, to go and be asking them for money to do his work. Yeah, there is nothing God cannot do. God can move on anybody to do anything. He can use anybody to do anything. But it must be known to you as a child of God. Your weight, your resources, is not for you alone. You must have a portion you divide for God. To call a long story short, the friend refused to yield to the purpose for which God has given money. And in less than no time, God killed the friend in a motto. Accident. And he went straight to her. Just like this young rich ruler here. The Bible says because God asked him to sell all that he has and give to the poor and come and follow him and be the disciple. The Bible says he was sorrowful. So he went to her sorrowful. But we are saying here our riches, our wealth can take us to hell if we refuse to use you to fulfill, to fulfill the purpose for which God has called us for. He was so rich. Let me ask you, there is nothing you give up for the sake of God that God will not give you back in a million fold. That is the mistake many of us were thinking. How can I give out my car? How can I give out my house? How can I close on my bank account? 
God can never be in debt to anybody. It can never be indebted to anybody at all. What you must know is that as you are giving out to God, God is already returning back to you in a billion full. He owned the whole world. Cattles upon thousands of hills belong to God. Banks scattered all over the world belong to God. Industry all over the world belong to God. The Bible says it's the earth and the fullness thereof. Everything in the universe belongs to God. All the stinkly rich billionaire, multi they all belong to God. So it doesn't cost God anything to tell them to release word to you or to me. But God is looking for people that have a faithful heart that will carry the resources and use it widely. God is even in the era this day is afraid to bless his children. You see somebody in the church, he has no money, he's trusting God for breakthrough. They will always be there, money tonight, do all the program, all the personal prayer. The moment they get the breakthrough, you don't see them again in church. This normally gives God heart pain. If you don't know, it gives God a lot of headache. So it's not that God don't want to bless us, but what we do in most cases with God's blessings when God gives it to us, I mean, it's terrible. It's disgusting, it's disheartening. I shared testimony here the other time when I was in the first stack you know, under Rainbow Christian Assembly. How a brother that was poverty stricken, you know, he came to church, we did a lot of fasting program deliverances for him. And he had the revelation how I took him to a small well, I was bringing out big fishes for him, you know, until he woke up. He ran to me, he said, Father, look at my revelation. I said, When? I said, God is telling you prosperity is on your way. She was so happy. I said, Please remember, when God bless you, Use it to promote you. Ah, he said, that's what he's going to do. He got a contract, 15 million dollar contract. Before he said, Jesus, even Titan did not pay. For the Jesus, she Lord, we don't see him in church again. This brother bought a brand new The next thing started going about with small, small girls. Party here and there. As I'm talking to you now, it's six feet below. Six feet below. Because if the purpose for which God has put money in our hand is not fulfilled, we will never make heaven. That is the truth. This man asks, what will I do to inherit eternal life? And God to sell all that you have. Beside all you say you have been obeying. Beside all the fact that you are not an adulterer, you are not a drunkard, you don't see, you don't do this, don't do that. God says there's one thing you lack. Yet lackest thou one thing, say all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. With all humility, two times I have closed down my bank account. And I gave the money to the church because God asked us to do so. By the grace of God with all humility, that ministry was not our own. But God asked us to do it. That was the time we gave out our car to the church. That time we bought a boy, we gave a bus to the church. Church for the work of God to go forward. You can't give to God and lack. It's never, don't let the devil deceive you. And this idea of saying, my own, my own, my own, my own, we don't own anything. A lot of presidents, governors, ministers, senators, they have died. Where are they today? If you don't know another one, Queen Elizabeth, did, did, did you know her watch when she died? In different currency, where is she today? We came to this one nakedly according to Joe, and we're going to live naked. Don't allow your word to enter your heart that you can't release it for the purpose of the work of the kingdom. A lot of believers will miss heaven because of these riches and what God has given to them. Because they are not using it to promote the kingdom business. They are not using it to please God. They are to displease God and to promote the devil. Can you be using God resort to promoting the work of darkness? When you are spoiling the work of God with your money, committing adultery, fornication, 
sponsoring wickedness with the resources of God in your hand, making the work of God in the hand of this to be difficult. I will not give it out. Who told you you are the owner of the first sister? My dear, you are already a thief. This rich young ruler there was a thief the moment God asked him to release the Bible. said, you went away sorrowful. And that's how you went to hell sorrowful. May you not go to hell because of your riches and because of your wealth in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is the will of God that all of us should be very, very rich. Turn John chapter 2. It's the will of God. The Bible says, I wish you above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell even at thy soul prospering. It's the will of God that we should, we should prosper in everything that is good. Even in Psalm 35 verse 37. Psalm 35 verse 27. The Bible says, let the Lord, let, let, let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of his children? So God wants us to prosper. He wants us to have this money. But the problem is that many of us are not using this money for the purpose for which God has given to us. Even some of all our tithes, we don't pay. We don't pay. Talk less of going extra mile to sow seed, to sponsor program for the work of God. What you are doing is for your heavenly father, it's not for anybody. Drop the money, drop the asset, remove your eyes. Don't be like this rich young ruler who went to hell because of his riches and because of his wealth. And there's also another man that is called the rich fool in that same book of Luke. We have the rich young ruler, we also have the rich fool in the Bible. And we're going to know where we belong to today. We see that in Luke 12 from verse 15 to 21. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the thing which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man, look at that, brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruit. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruit and my goods. And I will say to my soul, So thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take that is eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool! This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Look at verse 21. So is he that lay up treasure for himself and is not reached towards God. Have you seen that? I read again. So is he that lay up treasure for himself and is not reached towards God. So when you say you lay up treasure for yourself, and you are not rich towards God. How are you going to reach toward God? By releasing money to promote the work of God. God is saying that all his children that are practicing what this man is doing is a rich fool. And we end up in hell. Just like the friend of Pastor Aranshola who was a lawyer who refused to release the job God had given to him for the purpose of the work of the ministry. God killed him before his time. God also killed this man here. Before his time, God called him a rich fool. He says, so the same thing will happen. We be the portion of those that are rich and they are not rich towards God. They are not rich towards God. They don't use their resources to do the work of God. Rather, they use it to provoke God. Imagine a brother trusting God for the fruit of the womb. It's not only in the resources, also in the what God has given to us. Basically, in need of child, God gave him just one baby to try him. Do you know what your brother did? 
on her day of naming ceremony to throw party. Party. He did not do anything for God. He did not do anything for man of God. He did not do anything for church. He spent close to half a million for naming ceremony. Buy Gouda, buy her, all kind of alcoholism, play worldly music, exhorting the devil. How will God not be angry with such a believer? It's a child to many believers that are in this category. And I pray that you will repent today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that, since that day, God shot the womb of the wife. Out today. And many of us go and study Anna. When God gave Simon to Anna, that was, he went straight to church for dedication. Not with empty handed. He blessed the man of God, he blessed the church. He gave Samuel over to God. Many of us today, our children, we are not even training them in the will of the Lord. And you want your children to excel, to become great and mighty in life. Which resources are we putting in them? Which fear of God? Which word of God are we putting in our children? Parents, let's wake up. Millionaires, billionaires, wake up. Don't be like this rich fool who said, ah, I have made it. Now my warehouse is too small. I'm going to pull down my warehouse. I will build a bigger one where I will store my goods. God's plan was not in his plan. The church was not in his program. The poor was not in his program. The left privilege is not in his program. The orphan, the widow, the widowers is never in his agenda. God said, thou fool. Tonight, I will demand for your soul. I will kill you. And now, I will see you will be in charge of those resources you claim to be your own. May that never be your portion. May that never be my portion in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray that grace to use our resources to serve God, be our portion forever and forever in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't forget Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. The purpose of our riches is to serve God and to exalt his name, to glorify his holy name, and to destroy the work of Satan and, of course, the works of the devil in every nook and corner of our life. Look at a man called Cornelius in Acts of Apostles chapter 10, verse 1 to 6. Because of his giving, God saved his soul. He saved his entire family. Cornelius was like a heathen. He doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior, but he believed that there is God. And we saw that he feared God. He hated evil. He prayed constantly to God. Is he moralist? You know, and God Almighty knows that without Jesus Christ in his life, he can never make eternity. Because salvation is not by works, it's by faith in Christ Jesus. God has to make arrangements and send angels to him in his vision to send for Peter to come and preach to him so that he can receive the word of salvation. But God says something. He said, Cornelius, he said, your prayer and your arms have come to me for a memorial. That tells you there is nothing you give to God that God Almighty will forget. He's taking out of everything. He's going to give it back to you in a miraculous way. In a miraculous way. Like Cornelius, he was simply rich. God had to save him from death sentence. God had to save him from hell fire. Not only him, his entire family. Because of his lifestyle of giving. You see that in Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 6. But I would like to read verse 3. That was a son in a vision, evidently about the night hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and said unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms, thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. 
now sent men to Joppa and called for one Simon, whose son name is Peter. He lodged with one Simon a ten now, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Here is a man. If you look at the qualification of Cornelius, it was so powerful in verse 2. They say he's a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave much arms to the people. Say, giver. So God saw this man and go, no, 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 no. I can't allow this type of person to go to hellfire. He doesn't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He was just on his own. But God knows that Cornelius will go to hell in spite of his arms, in spite of his giving, in spite of his life of works that are good without accepting Jesus into his life. God have to send Peter, my dear, send angel to him, order for Peter. God gave them the address, everything how to locate Peter. And Peter came, he preached to them, he for that. He baptized them with the Holy Ghost. The entire household was saved through his giving. I pray for many of us that don't know how to give to the household of faith, that you'll be delivered today. Many of us are the enemies of our soul because we are thieves. We have possession in our hands that are no longer our own. You better repent and do restitution. The part two of this message will come out, the rich and the super rich. Make sure that you listen to part because there we are going to take time to really pray. I'm going to pray seriously for ourselves in part two. So don't forget that as a child of God, when God asks you to give us something and you keep it to yourself, you are already a thief. That one is enough for the devil to be ravaging the life of such believer. So many of us, we are the enemy of our soul because we are living in disobedience to the word of God. We are not doing what God asks us to do. We don't owe anything. Please let this be in your heart. That it is the will of God for children of God to be stinkly rich and to make heaven. It is the will of God for us to use his riches and wealth to promote kingdom business, to destroy the work of the devil, to help the less privileged and the poor, just like Cornelius did, and God bless him tremendously. Don't be like the rich fool that went to hell with his riches, or the rich young ruler who was sorrowful when God asked him to give out, and he went sorrowful into her fire. I am pleading with you, beloved, that God is telling you to do the needful. We are going to be praying right away. And the first prayer we will pray is to thank God for opening our eyes to the revelation knowledge of his word. To the revelation knowledge of his word. Say, Father, I thank you for opening my eyes to the revelation knowledge of your word today. I now understand why you are giving me so much wealth. It's not just for me to consume you on my loss alone, O God, but to help the work of God, to help children of God, to help the ministers, to promote kingdom business, to glorify the name of the Lord, to destroy the work of Satan, and to help the widow, the widowers, the less privileged, the orphans, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Pray like this. Any power from the pit of hell that will not allow me to use my word to promote the word of God, to promote the word of God, to do everything God wants me to do, that wicked power, be banned to death, be banned to destruction. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be banned to death, be banned to destruction. Be banned to death, be banned to destruction. Be banned to death, be banned to destruction. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be banned to death, be banned to destruction. 
in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be burned to death, be burned to destruction. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be burned to death, be burned to destruction. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be burned to death, be burned to destruction. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Any powers of darkness that want to stop me from using my resources to do the will of God, to do exactly what God wants me to do, to promote kingdom business, to help the poor, to help the orphan, to help the less privileged, use this wicked power of salvation and covetousness. Be banned in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be banned in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lose your grip and hold and get out of my life. For the abundance of what a man has does not consist in his life. The abundance of your prosperity does not consist in the life that God has given to you. God has given us life and given us great and riches. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are not to use to glorify the name, we are to use to glorify the name of the Lord. No, the devil I receive grace to use this to honor my God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Pray like this. I receive grace to use my word to glorify the name of the Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace. I receive grace to use my word to glorify the name of the Lord. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace to use my word to glorify the name of the Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive supernatural grace to use my word to glorify the name of the Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. The Bible says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the thing he possesses. You must never forget that scripture. Your life can never be saved with all the weight, with all the resources, with all the minerals you have. That's how God has to save Colonel by sending Peter to go and preach to him. So your money cannot save you from hellfire. God will give you the resources to use it to prepare yourself for heaven. By doing it, by using it the way God wants you to use it. Pray like the prayer of King Solomon in the book of Proverbs. I love it so much. 30 verse 8. He said, God, Remove vanity and lies far away from me. Give me neither riches nor poverty. Feed me with food that is convenient with me. So that I will not be poor and people will say, where is my God? So that I will not be so rich and I will forget my God. You are going to pray. Say, Father, give me wealth, riches and wealth that will help me to serve you better in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please, Lord, give me riches and wealth that will help me to fear you the more, that will help me to serve you better in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Food that is convenient for my soul. Food that is convenient for my soul. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Give me food, O God, that is convenient for my soul. Give me food, O Lord, that is convenient for my soul. Give me riches and wealth that I will be able to serve you better. Give me riches and wealth that will empower me to serve you better. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My father Abraham was simply rich. He served you very well. Isaac was simply rich. He served you very well. Even Jacob was simply rich. He served you very well. Job, oh, the richest man of the East. He served you very well. Lord, empower me with great and mighty riches and wealth that will make me to serve you better and to destroy the work of Satan better in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Riches and wealth that will help me to serve you better. 
to do your work better, to destroy the work of Satan at an alarming rate in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Riches and wealth to help the poor, to help the less privileged, to put smile on the faces of the poor, of widow, of orphans, of widowers, the less privileged, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Pray like this. Riches and wealth that want to take me to hell fire. Disappear. I don't need you. Get out of my life. Riches and wealth that want to take me to hell. Just the way the young rich ruler was taken to hell in Luke 18, 18 to 24. And the young rich fool went to hell in Luke 12, 10 to 21. Lord, keep these riches and we're far away from me that want to take me to hellfire. I don't need them. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, give me riches and wealth that will help me to serve you better. Take away from me riches and wealth that want to take me to hell. I don't need them. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, any riches, any wealth that want to take me to hellfire, please, Lord, keep them far away from me. I don't need them. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Lord, we pray the prayer of Solomon in Proverbs 30, verse 8 and 9. Remove far from us vanity and lies in the name of our Lord Jesus. Give us neither poverty nor riches. Feed us with food convenient for our soul in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lest we be full and deny thee and say who is the Lord. Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Remain ever holy and ever rapturable. Please share the word of God with as many people as possible. Don't miss the part two because I'm going to do a lot of prayers there. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel. Please listen to those words of prayer there. Like we talk about the we talk about October in the recent one now. What September? I mean, what October owned for you and for me? Don't miss it. Please, I'm not subscribed. Try and subscribe and share with as many people as possible. And if our life has blessed you in any way, you can empower us. Please, our contact is only on my YouTube channel at Akinyemi Isaiah can be a blessing to us. Stay blessed until we meet again. Ever rapturable and ever holy and rapturable in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen.